What's going on, Versus Community? It's your boy, Cell, along with my co-host. It's your boy, Vern. So we're going to go ahead and get into our uh, final podcast for Life is Too Short. Talk about favorite MCs, support characters, <clears throat> uh, equipments, and, and plot twists. And uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, with the tournaments that's left for Life is Too Short for, format right before uh, midwinter comes in January, what people play and uh, how things go. So to kick it off, let's talk about top three uh, favorite MCs for Life's Too Short format. So, Vern, who's your uh, favorite MCs? Top three. Oh, man. You know, uh, full disclosure, we pretty much stopped testing this mess <laughs> about a month ago. More than So, um, you know, some of this is theory crafting. Yeah, you know we were. No, I mean, I'm not saying we didn't do any work. We did some work. Yeah. You know, it's just that, you know, I had some MCs I really want to test a little bit more thoroughly. Yeah. Um, and it's just, to me, it's kind of an open format. So it's kind of hard to just pick yeah. my top three. Yeah. Uh, if I had to choose, I would say one of them would be Black Panther. Uh, For your top MC, top three. I don't. I I cannot put. I can't do a one, two, three. But I can pick a top three. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I but I, I will put Black Panther in there. Uh man. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Black Panther, Harrigan, and Hawkeye. I was gonna switch a couple of those guys out. But because I know of uh, the diversity that I would expect to be, like if this was like a when they get to this when they get to this regional, it's, it should be a bunch of diversity in this tournament. And if it's these are the three that I think have the best chance of dealing with the diversity mm-hmm. and having a better than average matchup in pretty much any situation. Uh, that, you know, I could have I could have called MCs out like uh, Villains Magneto. Mm-hmm. Uh, Warren Officer Ripley and Cage. Oh man, but you know what? No, I gotta, I gotta change that. Oh my goodness, it's killing me. Oh <laughs> uh, man, Falconer gotta be in there too. Man, skip well, it. I'm doing top five, man. Black Panther, Hawkeye, Harrigan, Falconer, and Magneto. That's my top five. All right, I can't kick nobody else out. <laughs> Okay, so why you pick the MCs you pick? Um, <clears throat> well, testing, in testing, uh, Black Panther only lost to one character, uh, Black Panther Mono. Mm-hmm. And the character he lost to was Harrigan. Black Panther so, Mono lost to Harrigan. Right. Once. So, right, one time. But they only played one time, too. Mm-hmm. But so I mean I, I think everybody pretty much knows what what uh, Black Panther's deal is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'll let you talk about Black Panther because I know you're gonna pick him. Uh, Harrigan I chose because Harrigan is pretty much the only MC that has on team answers for every combo that you're gonna see. Uh, and he also has. Um, he has the ability to win even if Magneto KOs his resources. 
So yeah. that's why Harrigan that's why Harrigan is in there. Mm-hmm. Hawkeye is in there because the only person Hawkeye even came close to losing to and only lost to was Black Panther. Right. And Hawkeye, if he hits the right cards, can beat Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh Falconer, because of the way you built them. <laughs> and so if you I'll let you decide if you want to talk about that or not. Oh, for sure. And then Magneto just has the ability to pretty much disrupt entire game plan. So mm-hmm. people like Warren Officer Ripley, they really don't have a chance against Magneto. Um he he can just destroy your board pretty much change your whole entire game. If you can't win without getting to the late game, you have no chance. So that's why I picked who I picked. And I could have threw some other guys in here. It, it, there's a, there are a few other MCs that can win. Mm-hmm. Those are my top five. Yeah. Because I say, uh, I think Life's Too Short was really hard to find out who the big bad was because so many people had so many combos in order to get stuff done. So it's really hard to say. First first on my list is Black Panther Mono. So for me, why I picked Black Panther Mono is just because the speed at which Black Panther can beat you. He has so much at his disposal being Mono that you normally wouldn't even think about. Um, I was able to put... I put I had so many different mono decks. I probably had what three to four different mono builds, mm-hmm. and they still they still was winning. Like it was, like the only thing I never consistently did was build on curve. I never built it on curve. It was always some type of swarm. But then you had maybe one Cersei, one one Hyperion, one Gilgamesh in there, maybe. And then um, one thing I had in one of the builds. I went ahead and put uh, Avenge in there. It's because by the time you get to the late game, fooling with Black Panther, if you on turn eight and you still alive against Black Panther, chances are you only got one wound left. Right? So yep. Black Panther most likely still has two. You probably got one health left, and Black Panther might have three health left because when he levels up, his defense is huge. And then when you get counters on him, he's even bigger. You know, so Falcon was constantly putting counters on Black Panther. Then I had um, um, Stark Tech in the deck to put counters on Black Panther and be in the back row and be blocked by flyers, you know, and he can leap so he can fly and have range, you know, so um, that that was obviously problematic. So what I was doing was a lot of people, I was just drawing them out with Gilgamesh and they would exhaust Gilgamesh and then I would just play Avenge and blast that dude with Avenge. Because I'm putting out two people most likely the next turn, if not more than two people. So the odds of of you being able to, I'm going to play Avenge, you know, and um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, probably get it back the next turn, you know. And whatever I'm playing, and it's just a lot of threats on the mono team. Um, you, Falcon is constantly giving you uh, counters. Uh, Black Widow is doing pot shots from the back row. And people are not thinking about her, but every time you use loyal soldiers, she's getting one more counter. Exactly. You know, when you use uh, Sharon Car- uh, Peggy Carter, when you use Peggy Carter, 
You playing Black Widow for free, and you playing Falcon or uh, Falcon for free. Okay, so if I got other stuff in my hand, I could play both of them for free. Then play use up all my resources then play loyal soldiers and still team attack with falcon and give all those people even more counters yep you know it, it would get ridiculous real quick by turn three even if i'm not leveled up i might still be six seven you know so oh, it, <clears throat> it, it it gets ridiculous real fast and there's so many threats because on turn two well, depending on, on what was in your oh, hand, it might Daredevil. be Carter. That's who, Daredevil, right. Right, you're playing Carter and Daredevil. That's who you're playing. Uh, and Daredevil getting a counter is real bad. That's terrible because dude got fearless. So if you you sitting back trying to think that you will have the defense to, to get over something, loyal soldiers, Daredevil. That'll get it done. <clears throat> Unwavering loyalty and Daredevil. Gonna get it done. And that's just one person attacking. And I can always get them back because I'll have the yellow to get them back. Spider-Man on four is, is ridiculous because I'm a Yankee to the front. You can't hide. Again, uh, loyal soldiers and unwavering loyalty is making Daredevil huge, making Black Panther huge. I can leap if, if um, you hiding behind somebody. I can always nullify if you um trying to you know keep the flight from, from me from getting to you. is you know... It, Doctor Strange, for anybody who's using the might makes right combo, is on that team. Luke Cage with greens means that I can swing with seven attack. This dude could take the hit and still be back the next turn. Oh, wait, I'm going to play Sharon Carter. Then I'm going to have Luke Cage still out and Black Panther. And I'm going to play Falcon and Black Widow for free. You know what I'm saying? I haven't even used any resource points yet. You know what I mean? Yep, I know exactly what you mean. It's just it, 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 <laughs> he consistently got out of hand every single game. And if he didn't get out of hand just with swarming, you had enough plot twists in your hands just to keep people off you or and possibly strike them back. Because I had in the deck that I built, I had only for the most part, the one that was the most consistent, I only had eight locations. I had four yellows and I had four wilds. And I had 24 plot twists. So you you had plenty of plot twists to keep people off you because you had the defensive plot twists with shock and uh, with shock. But then you had the offensive stuff with uh, Stark Tech and um, unwavering loyalty, maybe uh, some some Avengers, maybe some some stand togethers, you know, so because uh, a lot of what I was using was just to get either board control or to attack. You know, so like I said, even Unwavering Loyalty was ridiculously good in that deck. Yep. And just having maybe two start now um two stand togethers and two um Avengers by the late game you're gonna run into them. And you're gonna have the people, you're gonna consistently have the people to be able to use Avenge. It's like okay. You you exhausted your big drop trying to get some wound on me. That's fine. Now I'm gonna take your big drop out, and I got plenty of people where I don't have to use Black Panther to even attack. Now what? what what's you know? good about the decks, and which is funny because you know I I, I started working on Black Panther first, mm. and this was after I had already built the Captain America mono deck. Right. Now that was that pretty good deck. It was. I mean it. <laughs> But, you know, 
it was just funny because I was like, I didn't, I didn't think Black Panther could go mono and have success because the characters are just so, you know, they just so lackluster. Right. But as a combination with all of the plot twists and and with the abilities and also with the, with the, uh, Black Panthers need to level as far as you know, basically having plot twists. Mm -hmm. Made it. It just, it just, it solved problems for Black Panther because Black Panther's biggest issue was. He couldn't level fast enough mm-hmm. and be on the attack at the same time. Right. Mono allows you to do both because you can just throw a whole bunch of plot twists in there. Mm-hmm. So you can play during the main phase. And then you can just team attack to continue to be on the offensive. Right. So that's, it, it that's worked. The, that's the thing I liked about the deck was I didn't have <clears> to <throat> level to win. I only had to level to use the yellow. Because I could, I might level on turn four, turn five, and still maybe have only taken two wounds. And by the time I level, chances are I'm leveling up with unwavering loyalty. I'm not with unwavering loyalty, but I'm leveling up with uh, loyal soldiers. So if I level up with loyal soldiers, now he's he's seven nine. I also went to the KO pile, used commune with the ancestors to get Falcon out the out the KO pile. So now I'm a team attack with Falcon to get another counter on me. Now I'm 810. Another thing about him that is huge, uh, in my opinion, is that because of stand because you can put stand together in the deck, you can nullify or uh cancel out Warren Officer Ridley's level two power. Yep. And that's a big deal because when they're just sitting back and hiding. You can build your whole army up and just nullify that mess when it comes out. Yep. And she has no chance at that point. Yep, exactly. And <clears throat> and the odds are she doesn't have a field. Because you've been eliminating the field the whole time. And if you nullify, uh, if you if you really want to go on the uh, tech end, if you really want to go on the tech end of it, you could put a whole thing of stand togethers in there and just have a wasting earths all the time. And they just put wounds on her. Because if you keep with the with the wounds, you good. Cause keep in mind, you always gonna flip the yellow to get stand together back anyway. Because it's not it's not like with Rocket, you know, where oh you gotta choose. No. I'm gonna play stand together to keep you from using that earth. It's gonna go to my KO pile, and then I'm gonna level <clears> up, <throat> get this yellow back. I gave you a wound last turn. Get this yellow back, and when you do it again, whenever it's convenient for me, I'm gonna use this stand together when it's convenient, and I'm gonna have it in my hand, just waiting for you to flip that that earth. And meanwhile, I'm still using my yellows once I level up, in order to get other stuff out the KO pile. And and unless you have stand together, but Warren Officer Ripley doesn't, because that's not the game she plays, you're not gonna stop me from getting stuff out the KO pile unless you have nullifier. By the time you want to play nullifier with Warren Officer Ripley. We in the eternal phase. That's when we start bringing out all you know the eternal people. Okay, well, it's too late now. I got a handful of yellows. You know, I did commune with the ancestors. The ancestors been real good to me. You know, <laughs> so it's 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 just rough. And the speed, the speed, because Black Panther be finishing people off by turn five, turn six consistently, because he just gets so big. You know. And he has so many threats. And like I said, one of the keys to the deck is really 
um, Carter allowing you to bring out people, your one drops for free. So, you know, I was kind of generous with my one drops, probably have maybe 10 one drops out of 28 characters in there, you know, uh, just so I could play them for free. You know, and then um, I think, uh, like I said, Daredevil. Daredevil is key. Uh, maybe a couple of Spider-Mans, maybe one Strange, one or two Doctor Stranges, Avenge, you know, and being able to use that. And anytime somebody want to attack, they got to know he might have an Avenge. Just get rid of your person. And that keeps people off your field. And that also means that you got less chance of getting stunned. You exhausted your big person. I used Avenge. Now you got smaller people. I used Falcon. I team attacked. I got counters. I used loyal soldiers. I got more counters. I also have one wavering loyalty. When you were trying to attack me, you got stunned. I didn't get stunned. It's, it, 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 it's just rough. It's just an uphill battle. It's just it's really an uphill battle. You know, so like I said, I really, really had fun playing Black Panther. So who was uh who was another MC aside from Harrigan that you was able to use? Uh Vern. Well, uh, we didn't really talk about Harrigan. And so yeah. Go ahead, talk um the reason I like Harrigan, I mean, we already talked about, already, you know, mentioned it, the versatility. Mm-hmm. Uh you gotta build them correctly. Uh and I, you know, I don't really want to get into all the, you know, the details of how you should be, you know, build them. But the thing about Harrigan is he can do. He has he has crap happens that allows him to negate bulletproof. Mm-hmm. It allows him to negate eternal. Um, and so you know, I, I really shouldn't have to explain why that's good. <laughs> I mean, it 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 allows. Hard. Right, it allows him to do things, take advantage of things that most people can't. Mm-hmm. And then there's he can't see me, which allows him to hide or hide someone. Mm-hmm. But even more importantly, in this format, because this format is so fast, it allows him to get stealth right. without having to uh, splash predators, which it's hard to splash predators in this format because right. the predators you'll be putting in are so lackluster. Right, right. And then and his level matches theme, <clears throat> right? His level two ability, which is one of the best in the game, in my opinion, allowing him to attack multiple times. His level two ability is a green, and you only use it once. So that means you have potential seven might makes right possibilities. Mm-hmm. So the might makes right combo is great for Harrigan because it goes in naturally. So, when you get that might mix right combo off, and there are multiple multiple SCs that you you can use it with that work really nicely, mm-hmm. it allows him to uh, get through Black Panther's defenses uh, without even using Harrigan. Right. And the, and the and the good thing about Harrigan is, with his ability to attack twice, you can pull out a lot of Black Panther's plot twists. <laughs> well, a lot faster than he wants to get, go through them. Mm-hmm. So, um, the only thing about it is Harrigan's level up can be slow if he has to deal with a lot of think agains and um, uh, shock to the systems right off the bat. Right. Yeah. That's the only. That's that's really Harrigan's only weakness in this format. Right. Because um, yeah. even the game we I played against you with uh, Black Panther before we stopped testing for this format. I think you play like 
<laughs> three shocks, like in the first few turns and the I did. Again. I did. Because <laughs> I, I knew basically... I had to slow your level up. <laughs> I knew I had to and it worked. Yeah, it worked. I didn't level up to like turn five, right. turn six, and I had to. I don't even remember how I came back to win that game. But your defense, Harrison's defense, <laughs> right? Is so as soon as you use, you use <clears throat> one door swing both ways, his defense is now double digits. That's a problem. Then if he swings, he gets a counter because he's used a solo. Then he gets he readies with who's next automatically. Then he swings again. Then he gets another counter. No, then so, there's stuff like the solo, and then there's the copycat solo combo. And keep in mind, it's, it gets that, ridiculous real quick. Harrigan is very very efficient. That's the thing I like about Harrigan. He he's able to do stuff that helps him, but he's not spending a lot. For example, he gets to attack twice and use Solo's <clears throat> ability twice to get two counters, but you it only costs you one one resource point for that. One resource point for two counters for a character that's got nine base defense is huge. That's huge. You know what I'm it saying? Is. It so is. now his defense being so big, the average people, the average team is gonna have to team attack him in order to get the job done, just to stun him. So now you got an uphill battle when at first Harrigan was taking wounds when he was 2-5 and somebody else might have leveled up faster than him, like Black Panther. Now, the turn, the table, tables turn because just getting one or two counters means he's going to be big enough to stun somebody while simultaneously not getting hit back. And you don't have to spend any more greens once you use who's next one time. That's very, very efficient. Same thing with door swings both ways. The fact that the door swings both ways is a, is a yellow. It's a yellow in a. Once he flips that green, anybody else can use that green. And then you still have solo. So it's like, okay, he flips this green and then he gets to play um, door swings both ways every single turn. Okay, you in a, in a meta that doesn't have JJ. So he gets to play this, get a counter, swing, get a counter from solo, readies, swings again. Get another counter from Solo. If he if he had no counters at all, he's now what? Seven eight, and eleven. Eight twelve, ain't he? If he got three counters. Oh, you you mean if you used uh, door swings both ways as well? Right. Yeah, you use door swings both ways yep. and attack twice. He got three eight counters. Twelve. If you well, what if you oh, what if you got the copycat Solo combo out there? Even even worse. <laughs> Even worse. So now he's getting two counters every time he swings. You know, Nobody. so it's like this is this is just terrible. <laughs> and if you got people out there like on turn three, you play gargoyle, you already used, you know, uh, door swings both ways on turn three. Uh, I mean, and uh, you got gargoyle that might makes right. And gargoyle is blocking for you. And then people be like, all right, I'll get him next turn. But then next turn you play copycat, then solo. And then he swings, plus door swings both ways. Now, uh, he got five counters on him. And Gargoyle still gets to climb. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, it's like it, it starts, things start spinning out of control. You'd be thinking in your mind, like, this is not the way I envisioned this, you know? So, like I said, it's, 
Harrigan is very, very efficient. He's the opposite. He's the yin-yang to Black Panther because Black Panther is not efficient, but he makes up for it in speed and his accessibility, his ability to have leap, his ability to have bulletproof, which means he ain't getting shot, you know, that type of stuff. So he makes up for it in his accessibility, his ability to wrap the game up before it's time for the Eternals, you know. So that you might get to Cersei, you might get to Hyperion, but Black Panther don't care. But now you're in a position where Harrigan don't care either, you know. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah. So what was uh what was another MC that you uh you thought was good? You said uh Hawkeye. Oh yeah, Hawkeye. You know I love Hawkeye, man. <laughs> yeah, Hawkeye was Hawkeye was. <sighs> I think he was killing everybody. Him and Cap was killing everybody before uh, we really got into the format. Oh, Hawkeye. He was just blasting everybody. Hawkeye is the only deck that I made from the beginning that I never stopped playing. He just kills people, like, immediately. Yeah. (laughs) That's just, I mean, I averaged, I'm not going to say I averaged a turn two level, but it was more often on turn two Mm -hmm. than on turn three. Right. And then from that point forward, you just keep swinging until your opponent is d- is done. And right. a lot of people they get scared of his low defense, but he's not getting stunned when he attacks once he level. That's that's the first key. The second key is if you level on turn two, you start pulling those plot twists out the uh, out of the his quiver. Mm-hmm. His plot twist can defend him, and his and then you know. The vendors already have great plot twists. They can defend him. <laughs> Tell me about it. And since your opponent is not going to have a board, <laughs> it's hard for them to get enough attacks on them to kill them. Mm-hmm. So you just you're killing their board off, and they are trying to attack you, and they just don't always have the ability to attack you. Right. And people don't realize, you know, unless you play Hawkeye, you don't realize how good that quiver, those quivered plot twists are. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, this. There's like no situation that the right quiver arrow cannot solve. <laughs> if you you think you're gonna you gonna hide behind somebody, or if you think you have like iron fist and you can attack me, you, I got I got an arrow for that too. Right. Uh, so Hawkeye is just he's just good. He's fast. He can he can uh, stack his deck with all types of plot twists, all types of defensive cards, offensive cards. And then uh, my deck also ran uh, Wakanda uh, and equipments uh, like uh, Reality Gym. And I ran Devil Slayer in the deck. So basically, I just use Hawkeye to cheat. <laughs> that, that's what it's about. Right. I'm trying to kill you as quickly as possible. You know, there, there, were, there were multiple games where he ended it on turn four uh, because of Devil Slayer. And. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a, it's just a fun deck. You got to play it to understand, or you got to play against it. <laughs> yeah, yep, that's true. Because it was the, the, like I said, he had he had the speed. So, like I said, you you had him on pretty much locked down until I started playing Black Panther. Wasn't nothing really really beating him. Yeah. He he, nothing beat him. Now, right. The thing about Black Panther, Black Panther made me make the deck better. Like then I um I started adding more. Like I started adding like Iron Fist to the deck, 
I added four Cosmos because Cosmo has range, so Cosmo can give him XP and shut Black Panther bulletproof off so you can attack him. I started adding stuff like Unis to the deck uh, because Unis doesn't have range. So, um, you know, it's, it's you just have to build it right, play it correctly. Uh, it's still not a good matchup because of what Black Panther has naturally, but it's not a it's not an unbeatable matchup. I wish we would have had time to play it more because I would have, uh, you know, once I, we never played it once I changed the deck. Right, right. It was other stuff, other stuff going on. Yep, this photo midwinter stuff kind of shifted every all our focus. So. Yeah. Yeah, but the uh, um, so who who we talk about? Black Panther, Harrigan, Hawkeye. <laughs> Black Panther, Harrigan, Hawkeye. So, uh, on my end too, uh, one of my favorite characters was um, Falconer. Falconer <laughs> is ridiculous, <laughs> ridiculous in this format. Yep, because. He don't care about nothing nobody do. Not a doggone thing. So it was it was one of those like the the odds of you not being able the odds of you being able to stop him is slim. And it was just he he you know who he remind me of? He kinda remind me of Savage. Oppress from Clone Wars, uh huh, and how he was just beasting through people. Yeah, that that's what it reminded me of, especially once he got leveled, because I made sure he got leveled every turn three. Every turn three, he Pretty got leveled, much. and that was that. <laughs> and Pretty once much. he got leveled. He could get the equipment that was necessary. He could get the counters that was necessary. And with the MCs that he had, because he's he's a standing threat. That's what I like about uh, Falconer. He's a standing threat. Just being 6'8 and having um, that solo ability to stun you, no matter how big you are, is a ridiculous threat. And his defense, like with with Black Panthers, just like with Harrigan, his defense will be so big if you got a team attack this dude, you two to one now. So yeah, Falconer is gonna take out one of them just because he's six attack. But if you got a team attack him, take he it's gonna be, you know, you you lost somebody just to get a wound on Falconer, that's fine. But now you minus a person, but I'm not minus a person. And I might play a med kit, heal this dude, and now you minus a person, but it only talk cost me two resource points to get my health back. You know what I'm saying? So it, it I know what you're saying, and I also know what you aren't saying. <laughs> right. <laughs> and a lot of times <laughs> nobody was getting big enough to be able to deal with him. You know, like even if Dragon got big enough. Dragon usually didn't have the team attack that was necessary to take him one-on-one. So I'm going to flip this green and stun all these counters off of Dragon because Dragon got ridiculous. So now we we, we not even even Stevens because I can always equip this uh, 
equipped as camo, and he'll be eight ten with with dodge. You know, so uh, it like now you can't even double team him from the range. And then with the support characters that I had in there, it was so many characters that's got flight and range in the back row. From what turn three on, that they bucking shots at the at the front row to get Falconer to the MC. Well, Falconer is pot shotting at your weak people so that my support characters can take out your main. Now you losing a wound and I'm losing nobody. What so, made what makes Falconer so good in this format is and, and you know what that it really applies to all the MCs that are that are elevated by this format. Mm-hmm. These are MCs that have great great utility mm-hmm. even uh in a normal format but because everybody's health is even it elevates them to a level that they couldn't attain outside of the format right so right. you know falconer is huge <laughs> he levels fast he has on team equipment and stealth uh that gives him dodge which makes him even bigger and he has a, a a power that outright stuns people. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. <laughs> I mean, that's that's just a problem. You, I'm bigger than you, and you can't hide from me, and I can stun you regardless of what what ability you have. That is a problem. And yep. he can get so big so fast that it's <laughs> it's just almost impossible to stop him from coming. And and then there's there's a, a defensive element that you added to the deck that made it even more annoying to deal with, which I'm not I don't think you're gonna talk about, but I mean it's it's a good it's just a really good deck. And like I said, man, I really wish we had more time to really test this. Not only test this, but I wish we were able to play at a tournament too. We just don't have the time. Yeah. Cause the uh yeah, I'm wondering. I think the one version of the deck, the deck I got, I don't even have um, solo in this deck anymore. Nope. No other, nope. I don't even have solo in this deck. You don't need it. I don't need it. Right. He was <laughs> he was actually in the way. And the thing yeah. when we're talking about Harrigan with efficiency, Falconer is, is extremely efficient, which is why I don't need to play with that many plot twists. Because once you stop using the blue ability to get drones. And you stop using the uh, green ability when you get big. Somebody else is going to use those abilities, which is fine because you're only going to save one or two for when you need them. You know, so if you got a uh, um, you got a net launcher, you can still use the net launcher because okay, I'm level now. I really don't need to see my opponent's hand. I'm gonna save that that uh, drone for green. So now that I can use the drone and I don't have to use the greens, I can use that green for something else. You know, so oh, I could put Mike Makes Right in this deck. You know, why? Just like with Harrigan, I'm not using the greens anymore. You know, if I got one green in the resource row, that's enough for the, to handle the late game. Because usually from turn... What if, game? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, let, yeah, let's be true. real. That's Most true. of these decks we talking about right now almost never get past turn six. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had decks. We had decks. We weren't even playing Eternals in those decks because some of those decks we was playing was so high risk, high reward. It's like, why am I putting Eternals in here?
Whereas if I build this deck badly, I'm gonna die early. And if I if I build it correctly, I'm gonna kill you fast. So I, I, I'm, I'm never even right. getting to this point, you know. And even if even when we tested against ramp decks, it was like you never you still never got to the late game. Right. And even if you did, we had ways to get around it. Like uh, you know, Cap and Black Panther has Spider Man to pull the MC to the front. Falcon right. has stealth. Uh, yeah. Hurricane has stealth. Right. But uh, Hawkeye had multiple things. Sniper, right. uh, Reality Gem to flip a character down. Yeah. Cosmo. I mean, it was just, there are too many ways to get around the Eternals for you to look mm-hmm. at it as like a be all end all thing. And, 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 and in my opinion, Ramp is not the way to go. No. In format. Go aggro. Right. <laughs> go aggro. Ramp is for yeah. people like Black, like uh, Dark Phoenix. That's gonna last to the late game, and it's gonna benefit her, and she'll have the most health left in order to get the job done. That's really what Ramp is for. Ramp is for seven, seven health MCs or six health MCs with a giant defense. Ramp is for not, not for life is too short format because you're wasting time trying to get to a late game that doesn't matter. Yep, it doesn't matter. Because there's so much stealth still. A lot of times we were sitting back using Primeval for stealth in the early game. And then it's like, okay, Primeval's not in the deck. It don't even matter. Nope. It don't even matter. Because if I can pull you to the front, or I got stealth to get into the back row, or I can fly over, why do I care that you're trying to ramp to the late game? Yep. You just sit back there and get killed. Right. Okay. You, you're expending all this time <laughs> and effort to get to a turn. We about to kill you on five. But you sitting there with, with four, seven, eight, you know, four, seven, and eight drops in the tank. It's like, you know, in your hand. Like, oh, when I get to this turn, I'm going to do so-and-so. You dead already, dude. Get up off on the table. Turn, on turn four or five, you putting them boys in the resource road <laughs> right, right before you alive. die. Right. Right. <laughs> You know, so yep. like I said it, it really, really sit back and, and you know think that through because, like I said, especially with somebody like Falconer, Falconer is is almost he's he's borderline just as oppressive as Outriders is for photo, seriously. Because it's like if you don't have a mono deck, unless you use Nullifier, you don't have a way to stop this thing. He's going to find you and he's going to hit you and then he's going to heal the next turn and you're going to keep your wound and he won't keep his wound. And he doesn't care about underdropping because his underdrop, uh, whatever he underdrops is going to assist him in getting access to you. And that's the thing that people don't realize with Falconer. If Falconer can just see the opponent somehow, if you, if you gave him Quinjet, if you gave him uh, active camo, if he can get to that opponent, He's going to take them out. That's it. As long as he has one attack, he can strike them. And if you can't stop that one attack, that one uh, one one attack pump, you can you can do all the shocks you want, but you only got so many of them. So and and same yep. thing, you know, people be putting negatives on Falconer. Falconer don't care. He'll suicide himself. <laughs> He'll suicide himself, take somebody out, and then not have counters on him and come back, be 6'8", then heal. So it's like, what, what, what are we doing here? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what are we doing? Yeah. You know, and like I said, he has so much efficiency. 
So you figure, okay, let's say somebody's got Tim Bubai and you got to constantly take Tim Bubai out. Okay, fine. So now you got to rely on your two drops or your three drops. So let's say, oh no, you can't even play Tim Bubai in this format because he's too health. No, he, he's yeah. not there. So, so that, that's one of the reasons why nobody was stopping me from leveling on turn three. There was nothing to stop him. Because even if, if, I, if I went first, or even if I didn't go first, you still had to get to the drone. If I didn't go first, you had to get to the drone. Most MCs can't get to the drone. You know what I'm saying? Like, you might have put a wound on Falconer, but you didn't get to the drone. So on my turn three, I was consistently able to level because I had the cards to do it, you know. So yeah, this, I, this format is difficult to get to that drone. Right. It really is. Right. You just don't have the right characters. Yeah. And, and as a heads up, one of the things that I was doing in order to uh, to make sure I leveled consistently, I was using it. So um, I'm using Pleasant Hill and Black Widow from Champions. Right. Right. Oh, that Black Widow mess is so annoying. Super annoying. Because <laughs> if you if you did it wrong, or if you did it right, because uh, I think I emptied your hand one time, and I emptied Jamar's hand. Yep. Empty and my that's, hand. That's game. That's game. Because <laughs> you now you got you stuck putting something in the resource row just to keep up your resource points. You know, and that's rough. Because uh, I think I only go to turn six. Six drops for... Uh, and who was I playing? Iron Patriot? Yeah. Yeah, I think I was playing Iron Patriot on six. Because people's, you know, uh, locations are so valuable. That's you know, what's but, so funny about this format, man. You know, why everybody else is trying to, well, not everybody, but what people are talking about is ramping. You know, getting the Gilgamesh. We were cutting our decks off at turn, <laughs> you know, call six. I think Harrigan only went one of my versions of Harrigan only went to like five, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe six. I think I even tried to one that stops at four. Harrigan don't so, care. We we had MCs that didn't care about none of those big characters. And then oh, when you, you was you playing, did already right, right. <laughs> you already did. And if you got to the late game, chances are I only had to get one more wound on you. And I could. That was it. Right. That was it. I'm a, I'm a, I'm holding on to this. He can't see me. Just like Black Panther is holding on to playing that Spider-Man. I'll play this Spider-Man, flip this wild, yank you to the front, team attack, game. <laughs> you know, that's it, game. So, like I said, it, I, I get how valuable the Eternals are, but they weren't consistently valuable to me in this format because it wasn't worth it. It just, a lot of times, it just wasn't worth it. You'd have to build a deck to get to the late game, and then if you didn't pull any what you needed in the late game, you screwed anyway. If you made it to the if late you, game. Assume it, like, like, let's assume like you had Warren Officer Ripley, and you couldn't, you couldn't stop Warren Officer Ripley from doing what she's doing. Okay, she's going to make it to the late game. Fine. Let her make it to the late game. <laughs> Not against Hawkeye, she ain't. <laughs> Why you say that? Because Devil Slayer going to smash her face while she face down. Even then. You you know what I mean? So it's one of those things where it's like, all right, so let's say you did make it to the late game. You ain't did no damage to me, but in order for you to make it to the late game to level up, I've done at least one or two wounds to you. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And that's one of the reasons why Iron Patriot is so so valuable 
if you have efficient MCs, Iron Patriot is way more valuable than than Iron Man because you're yeah. not using your locations no way. Yep. Harrigan, Harrigan love I mean, not the bills you was building because he wouldn't fit the theme, but Harrigan would love Iron Patriot. Like you said, the Hawk uh, Falconer, he had all he have eight locations face up. You know, if it if it went that long, because he barely using any. You know. Yeah, that, that's what's crazy about Falconer. Like in previous formats, Falconer had to use his greens. In this format, right. a lot of times he was just outright killing people. <laughs> like, he's just barehanded, right. <laughs> right? But I'm glad you mentioned Magneto because that's another guy. Um, the worst thing they could have did was create a Victoria hand because Magneto not needing to play a green is like yeah. horrible. Yeah, <laughs> it's just yeah. horrible. And she, if you can't reach her, yeah, if you can't reach her, because he already super strong on the defensive end. Because you're probably building them with shock and with fine cover and go flip the blue. But now you're protecting Victoria hand to boot. And she got enough defense where chances are she's not taking enough negatives to go anywhere on one round. You're going to have to give her way more negatives. You know? So it's like, wait a minute. If he keeps his green around, you're going to always be behind. Because he's going to start playing this green for free. Every turn. So, like I said, Victoria Hand, and that's one of the things I liked about Black Panther. Black Panther, he he could only he didn't have to get to the late game because his most of his drops was ones, twos, and threes. So Spidey was on four consistently. Maybe Luke Cage might be in the build, and uh, Doc Strange might be in there, and that's it. So even if I was missing resources, it didn't matter. Especially if I could play. Sharon Carter, I mean, uh, Peggy Carter. If I could play Peggy Carter and then get people out for free, what difference did it make? Yep. Oh, you, you want five resources, but I'm on three because you kept using Victoria Hand, but you also kept using your blues to block and you kept using your plot twist. Now I got Daredevil out, I got Sharon Carter out, and I brought out uh, these one drops for free. I got five people out in one turn, but I only had three resources. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. So now let's see what you got. <laughs> you know? So you better pull all your defensive platforms. <laughs> right. Right. So, but like I said, uh, Magneto, Magneto was going to be able to give people some go in this format too. I saw that, uh, who was it? Somebody won a tournament with Magneto and then somebody else won a tournament with Killian. Uh, not Killian, with uh, Harrigan. I wasn't even paying attention. Yeah, it was in the... Uh, I know Magneto won one, I think. Yeah, yeah. Because I that think Kieran Cook... Wasp came in. That's the one Wasp came in second or something like that. I think so. I think so. Yeah, because I think Kieran Cook, he had... Uh, uh, what you call it? Um, a Harrigan bill, but I didn't get to watch the video yet. Um... Uh. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my arrogance. Yeah. But like I said, the uh it's it's plenty. It's it's just a lot of MC. So who else is up? Who else is up that you was uh thinking about? Because you know my my top two was just really Black Panther and uh Falconer. It was my top two. 
Yeah, I know. Yeah. You probably you probably would throw Cage in there too, but you just didn't want to play him. <laughs> right, right. Because I we already knew we already knew what he could do. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like I, I think we just tired of Cage. Like I don't I'm not I'm straight. Right, right. But yeah, good format. I mean, it is what it is. Uh Warren Officer Ripley is good. She just has some bad matchups uh against you know, Magneto is a horrible matchup. Hawkeye doesn't care. Uh, well, at least my Hawkeye doesn't. Uh, so any anybody that can you know put stuff in the deck that can mess up resources or or plays a mono deck with stand together or uh, just hits hard enough that you know and, and can deal with the Eternals, you know they don't care that much. <laughs> it's really. <laughs> So, um, but she's good. I think Wasp from Photo Universe is good. Um, oh yeah, yeah. What makes her good is she's just simple. You wanna you wanna take her out? You gotta attack her. She's gonna level probably on turn two, and then she's just gonna keep going at your MC. If you want to level, she's gonna keep stunning you. She's gonna add Grandmaster out there. She's gonna get bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you know the photo lock. Of uh, uh, Mordo, Killmonger, Red Skull. That's a problem that uh, the illustrated universe doesn't really have exactly. Right. Because right. there's so, so many options. Yeah. If you aren't prepared for that or fi- you can't figure out a way to deal with that, then she'll just kill you before you have a chance to react. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's pretty much it. Uh, and, you know, you still got the cloak and dagger nonsense. But we've pretty much given like ways to deal with that in this whole discussion. You know, I don't really want to spell that out. And it's right, the quadruple right. quadruple M or the Mike makes right mess, which basically means you take a green and you take Mike makes right and you make somebody that's just slightly irritating into a powerhouse that you hate to see. You got to have ways in your deck to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Or you just outright lose. Yep, every time. If you can't, if you can't deal with Gilgamesh, well, not Gilgamesh, Gargoyle with Mike makes right, or you can't deal with a match with Mike makes right, uh, just get up. <laughs> it's, it's over. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and uh, him getting constantly big didn't help nothing either. Because keep in mind, a lot of times what was happening, people were for, was forgetting. If you're if you're going to auto stun, you there is no defense. Your yep. your opportunity to defend yourself is gone because those in, because Gargoyle swung, got your defense down to zero or below, and automatically stunned you. Your uh, initiative didn't come, didn't show up in order for you to play something defensive or to pump the defense or whatever the case was. You already gone. Yeah. And because it's, it's, <clears throat> because he was doing oh board removal, that that was even more dangerous. He's nowhere near as dangerous in a regular format because you got multi health people. You got to get through. Okay, Gargoyle yeah. is going to automatically stun JJ. She plays tough. You didn't get rid of flight. He's going. She's going to still be able to block. But he swung his. He he shot his shot. You know what I mean? It's like so what? Yeah. But in this format, pff, he he he's ridiculous threat in this format. It's literally possible to get him big enough on turn three that 
you can't get to him with range unless you got a team attack, which in this format you most likely want, won't. Right. Or your next option is to get to turn five where you got range guys that can take him out regardless of how big he is. Mm-hmm. And if that's not good enough, you had to wait till Gilgamesh. But I even got him big enough one time where Gilgamesh couldn't mess with him. Mm-hmm. Gargoyle is ridiculous. Yeah. And it's, uh, we, we kind of going into, like, we were supposed to be talking about the SEs and everything, but we kind of, like, going into it already. Right. Yeah, that's fine. So so who's you know, the, the top SEs that we was we was talking about? Gargoyle, obviously, is at the top. Yeah, you know, we, we talking about him right now. So, I mean, Gargoyle oh, can single-handedly win. Speaking of which, because get distracted, yeah. but my third, you know who my third MC was? Singularity. Oh, oh yeah, 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 That was yeah. who my third MC was. <laughs> Because Singularity yeah. putting a counter on Gargoyle plus Might Makes Right in that deck, I will win legitimately never leveled up Singularity. I probably yep. easily played 20-some, 30-some games in the first few weeks of the Life's Too Short format when we first started playing it. Easily, easily won 20-some games before I finally switched out to a different MC because I kept tweaking that formula. I didn't even have yellows in the deck. I had greens and blues in the deck plus the wilds. And whatever else was going to plus might makes right and all that type of stuff. But it was like, okay, I'm going to just have stuff that's going to get Gargoyle big and then had Eternals in the late game if it lasts that long. And that's it. Gargoyle was a problem. problem. Just giving people one, one counter would change the tide. You know, and I wasn't even using Captain America in that deck because I couldn't fit him. You know, I, I wish I wish I wish we had tested again. I, I, we only had like one or two matches where Cap went Captain America went against her, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, Cap beat her both times, but it was real close. She's a problem, man. Uh, I'm actually surprised you got her as number three, <laughs> but you know, I know you liked her. She she. She she had she was real versatile too. I got her at number three because I knew I remember I tested with her. Like a lot of people, we theory crafted with because we had past experience with them, like Luke mm-hmm. Cage and Magneto. You've been playing Magneto since Magneto been out. Every time there's a format, right. you play Magneto just to test them, you know. And now, like you said, with Victoria Hand, tell them my yeah. secrets. Right, but same thing <laughs> with me. I've been playing Luke Cage since Cage came out. This is the only format. Where Cage was available, I didn't play Cage not one time. Man, you played Cage till Cage played you, man. Right. You know, so it's like <laughs> tired of <laughs> right, right. Tired of seeing Luke Cage, because he because it was like one of those things where it's like he always get the job done because if if Cage is able to go the long game, so you're stacking cards in your hand but not taking wounds with Cage. And now I got Victoria Hand to do this for free. So I, yeah, if you can't get rid of her, now what? You know what I mean? So, yeah. like I said, it, it, it was like we already saw where this was going. And if it was a mono deck, then I'm just exchanging Victoria Hand to put in a reality shift. You know what I mean? And, and yep. get the heels going. So, okay, well, well I'll just save my resource points, level cage on three then. And just build the deck around that, you know. So, like I said, and then there was plenty of times where he's going to ramp because the the version I was going to build was going to be focused on Nighthawk, 
So I was going to bounce people off with uh, uh, unwavering and the defense with, you know, because you got unwavering on team, but you also got super senses on team. And Nighthawk gets bigger when people attack him on the opponent's turn. Okay, cool. So he's going to get bigger, and I got super senses. The odds of me being able to flip this yellow to make somebody cheaper is huge. Okay, well, let me make make these people cheaper then. You you know what I mean? So your ability to swarm the field and use reality shift was pretty high. It was pretty doggone high. So I was like, okay, I'm I'm going to do the same thing with Cage. I was doing a while ago. It's just going to be with characters that's just got one health. But Defenders is already a ridiculously good team. It's cheating. I mean, you got 12 heals. You got 12 heals and a kill button. Yeah, with with Iron Fist. So, and it's all on team. It's all on team. We ain't even got to stand together on wavering loyalty yet. That's that stuff is all on team. So I was like, nah, nah. I mean, we ain't even going to no serious tournament or nothing like that. We playing this stuff in house, man. I I ain't got to go through all that with Cage. Let me do something else. (laughs) You know, it's just what it was. It's just what it was. That's why he Cage. The possibility of Cage. Uh, being as good as he should be in his format was the reason why I was playing folks like Hawkeye and Harrigan because of their ability to shut off his power or to attack while he's face down. Mm-hmm. I just didn't want to deal with that trash. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it was it was just one of them things where it's like we already know Cage good. We need to test other MCs. All right. You know, so. Oh, and, and uh, shout out to Dragon. Shout out yep. to Dragon with Jamar's Dragon, and shout out to his Nebula, because once once we got once we got the the train rolling, it was one of those things where Jamar was winning with Nebula, and then we got the train rolling, and then he never won again. And then he pulled out Dragon, yeah. and he was winning, and then we switched it up, and he never won again. But Dragon, yeah. when Dragon, but man, yeah, he can get ridiculous he, real quick. Real quick, and then free <laughs> free greens with Victoria Hand wasn't no joke. And then yeah. he had a version that was playing with uh, uh, Hellion in the deck and readying readying Dragon again, and Dragon flipping this green, and he gonna ready and get the counter from Solo, and then uh, Hellion is gonna flip the green and ready Dragon, and then and then you know attack again. Like I'm like, good grief, that's three attacks okay. in one turn. Because he had one time he attacked me four times because he had it was turn four. He still had his solo out there because solo was getting big. Dragon was out there. He attacked with Hellion. He attacked with uh no, he attacked with Dragon, used his green, readied him. He attacked again, used Hellion's green, readied him. Mm. Then he attacked again and used X Factor because Iceman was out there. Yep. You know, I was like, Are you kidding me? He literally got a ton of <laughs> a crap ton, a crap ton of counters. Yeah, wiped the field out and healed. Yeah, I was like, "Are you serious right now?" It wasn't turn four. The only person that was able to consistently take him out was Black Panther, because Black Panther was attacking him hard enough where he couldn't get big. And I had you got access to uh, uh, Hawkeye. Harrigan was whooping his tail too. Right, like (laughs) I said, once we once we. Once we got used to what the what the gimmick was, it was really a glass cannon type situation. A one trick pony would be more like it. Once we understood what the gimmick was, it was like, okay, the linchpin into this 
isn't the Radiant, the Lichpin to this is Solo. So we would just be getting rid of Solo. We wouldn't even be attacking Dragon. As long as Dragon couldn't get no counters, then his back was against the wall. Yeah. But but uh, what he was doing with um, Nebula, nah, she average. And if she whiff, she below average. And yeah, so, the thing about I, Nebula is just not, it's just. But this is the format to make it. her work. This is this the only format. Yeah. It, it wasn't a lot of other formats that could get it done. It's, yeah. I, I even think in this form, she just too he the format just too aggro. Mm-hmm. Now if you now if you you playing a deck that's just gonna sit back and let her do as she does, you might as well just stop playing. Yeah. But uh, you know, if you got a four, if you got a deck that's just swinging at her, <laughs> she she there's unless she just got a crap load of defensive plot twists, there's just no way she's gonna ever level. Right. Because she's getting smashed in the face. Right. No, I agree. So. But uh, like I said, back to the support characters. So, what was the top support character you think for uh, for you? Because if we go one through eight, we gonna be here, and if we have several, we'll be here forever. Oh, so man. we gotta just. Be... It's... Okay. So yeah. let me let me take a look at these. Uh... Just no holes barred. Eliminate everybody. Who's the the one character you know was consistently? Okay. It's kind of hard to even say that because it depends on the I deck. Know. I know. What I would say is, what what I will say is, um, the issue with this format is understanding what the problems of the format are and how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And that and that's different for each each MC. So all throughout this format, pretty much from the beginning, everybody pinpointed uh, quadruple M. Or might makes right trash, mm-hmm. and 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 ramping to the Eternals. So, and then later on, folks discover how good Coke and Dagger is. Right. So, what you need are SCs, and this depends on if your MC can handle this the problems alone, or his own team Platos can handle it alone. Right. But what you need are SCs that can counter those three things. And your deck has to be able to counter those three things. If it can't, you can't win. Right. So, and that's the, uh, and the reason why that's not an understatement is because you don't have the life to figure anything else out. Nope. If if every character you don't have time, you don't have time. Right. Every character only has <laughs> five don't health. Have time. So if you can't, if you don't have access to the MC when the late game shows up, you're gonna die. That's all it is to it. Because Hyperion is going to be blocking away, probably getting counters from Solo. And then Gilgamesh yep. is getting counters from Solo, too. So it's like, yep. if you if you don't have a way to figure out how to get past those Eternals, because keep in mind, Cersei is bucking shots, too, from the back row with range. You st- yep. She's still a problem, because she's going to hit every single MC and take them down. Even Falconer, he can't deal with her. Yep. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay, if you can't deal with the Eternals, you're gonna die. Same. So here's yeah, the first. Here's the first guy. This is the first. This guy is extremely important. Cosmo. You got to have Cosmo. Unless you don't have a range. If you have a ranged character, a ranged MC, you got to have Cosmo. Just because Black Panther exists. Mm-hmm. Cosmo and and it's not just that Cosmo also deals with 
the Eternals. He can single-handedly get rid of Eternals yep. just by turning them off and then taking them out. Right. Uh, characters that can nullify things in this format are huge, and you can't always rely on getting the nullifier. Mm-hmm. So that's my first guy. Uh, you want to go back and forth, or you want me to keep going? Yeah, we'll go back and forth. So you said Cosmo. All right, go ahead. Um, yeah, Cosmo. Because counter generation is so important, I I gotta go. I gotta go solo. Even though okay, I had multiple decks that didn't play solo. So many decks can use solo. Yeah, he's just so valuable. Because like I said, I, in my mono Black Panther deck, obviously I didn't have him, and because I had so many range characters uh, that was doing stuff. Um, I didn't have him in in Falconer, you know, so, but solo getting people counters, because keep in mind, it's not about getting one person counters. You can get range characters that are not going to be able to stun someone a counter just so they have plus one defense. That makes their, because every single counter somebody gets decreases the power of shock and flying cover, a fine, fine cover by 33%. Yep. So keep that in mind. So if somebody has two counters, it devalues their fine cover and their shock. So by the time they have three counters, they're going to need to use two of those just to get the same effect. So you're slowly devaluing someone's hand every time somebody gains counters. So between solo and a power-up, you can get the three counters on one character very, very easily. You know, yeah. So, so I, I got it. I got it. And, and like you said, Cosmo, as far as tech, hands down, I, Cosmo really is more valuable than Solo. He really is. But I have to say Solo because of what Solo does. Yeah. Just because of what he does. I get you. You know, between somebody like yeah. Dragon and and Harrigan <clears throat> attacking multiple turns easily, multiple times per turn easily. That's Solo all day. Yep. That's that's Solo's field all day. You know, so what you got on uh on turn two? I I got I got to stay with one just because oh. you said what you said. What's that? Uh, just because I wanna I want people to not play Black Panther, <laughs> <laughs> and you're not gonna be able to fit this guy in every deck. But he Black Panther hates this guy because he can he can he can stun Black Panther without getting stunned back before he gets counters, and if Black Panther gets Gets Falcon and puts him in the back, or he, you know, he pulls somebody like Black Widow. This guy, if Falcon, I mean, if uh, Black Panther sidesteps him, mm-hmm. so you know, what I'm talking about Rhino, mm-hmm. he'll just go to the back and take out, you know, a Falcon or somebody like mm-hmm. that. Rhino is really good. Not only can he hit most MCs right off the bat, uh, but again, he's a good, he's a good person to have for against the Black Panther deck early game. The only problem is it has to be early game. Right. But, you know. Right. Now, I my just... counter to, to Rhino is Black Panther don't care because Black Panther will take the hit if necessary just to protect who's in the back, depending on the situation. Just so he'll have one more person out. <clears throat> I mean, and, and you got, he can shock him. You know, yeah. he's got he's no, I get you, you know, it's, it's ways for Black Panther to take him out. Now, he's going to hurt a lot of MCs, though, because 
Some mm-hmm. MCs, you may not realize until you start playing them, they got to set their board up. Black Panther don't care nothing about that. Neither does Falconer. Neither does Harrigan. Now nah, I think about it. They don't care nothing about setting no board up because they're going to get their XP and they're going to level and they're going to be a problem. And that's it. Whatever they do with their support characters is whatever. But once they start leveling up and getting that freight train going, it's, it's problematic no matter what they put on the field. So in that yeah. situation, you got you got to figure out what MCs don't give a crap. Like every every format, right. <laughs> every exactly. format has MCs that don't give a crap. Like right now, we tested for photo. Outriders don't give a crap. Yeah. And, and have to bring that that's, up. That's the problem. <laughs> so, but people need to be consistent and realize, okay, what MC just doesn't care what anybody else does? Because you mentioned earlier, hey, here's the problem with the life's too short format as far as the counters and the and the the M4 thing and the. Uh, uh, ramp to Gilgamesh or late game to Gil, you know, late game to Eternals. You got to find MCs that don't care about that type of stuff, and that's what's going to help you find good MCs. Yeah, you know. So, so, but uh, who else? You we still on one? Did we move it on to to two calls? Oh, we can move on. We can move okay. on. Okay, it's a lot of good stuff on two, though, man. Dude, it's a lot of good stuff on two. A lot of that stuff is now in the photo universe. Two just ridiculous. It's just period. a ridiculous turn. When you got five health, your mid game is two through four. Yeah, and two is just really good because you have some MCs. And now in this format, I will say, Kane is almost useless unless you're playing Crystal. Right, right. But for most MCs, but yeah, it is because of how efficient they are. <laughs> Kane is like. Borderline useless. They don't care about Kane, right, right? Or that, or that, or that location you just get. Right. They're just gonna hit They're you. They're just gonna hit you. <laughs> they, don't, they don't care. Like, oh, I can't use my location. All right, I'm gonna just still hit you in the face. You know, all right, we'll, we'll just team attack and take them together. You know, and that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, get <laughs> to the front, get these people stealth, get the job done. You know, so Kane is almost like completely useless. But on two, uh, who who's you got? Who you got for your your best two drop? Um, I mean, it depends on the deck. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I already know who you're gonna say. I'm gonna start with Match though. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been talking about Match since he's appeared. Match is just ridiculous. He's just great. The only the only reason Match um might be a negative is because. Uh, he can't do anything in a cloak and dagger uh, situation, mm-hmm. and he can't hit Black Panther. Right. So that 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 devalues him a little bit, but your deck should still have match in it. Right. Because you can always you can always Cosmo Black Panther. Right. And match can can really make Eternals use not as they'll be useless. <laughs> If <laughs> even if you don't have like a a one hit a quitter match can just be like you know what let me let me drop you four counters so somebody else can hit mm-hmm. you or let me might makes right match and just make this ridiculous. single hand right oh it's like and if you can't get the match he just will destroy you yep no matter what you put out there match is secretly whispering under his breath I'll murder you. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Man. Like that you thought that was Rocket's line? Nah, murder you was Matches line. Because nah, because you got Hyperion out. I underdrop with a Cosmo and a match. Now your Hyperion is six six. Is he really that threatening now? No. Because all the MCs we just named is able to hit him. Because he's 6'6", and it was worth it to underdrop him. You know what I mean? So it's like Black Panther can hit him. uh, uh, Harrigan can hit him. He's going to do door swings both ways. Falconer can hit him. Falconer didn't care no way, but now at least you got the Eternal off, so this dude can leave. You know? So, man, but like I said, it was match match is ridiculous. But my my two drop, I have to say Beast. I knew he was going to say Beast, man. Because (laughs) Beast's ability to stick around is just really, really high. And you start putting yourself in a position to start overtaking somebody's board. And the Beast-Gargoyle combo is really problematic. So when I was winning games with Singularity, Beast getting one counter that early in the game and climbing, you got eight attack to get through Beast? No. All right, next turn then. You, you know what I'm saying? Do right. He's one of the few people. <laughs> one of the few people. But um, let, me, let me be quiet, you though. know. Cause I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna actually do an inner chef on Hawkeye, but uh, and put the list put a list a list out there so they can see. Uh, yeah, Beast is a problem though. It's just a lot of people that can't deal with it. Mm-hmm. That's another reason why I was playing Hawkeye Harrigan because I knew that Beast. <laughs> not just not a lot of people can deal with that mm-hmm. right off the right. bat. Right, and and you don't want Beast sticking around. And because you got so many characters that you can play where they don't use a lot of locations, chances are you'll have the locations to keep keep giving this dude climb. And he's just going to stick around and be a problem, you know? So I, I got to go Beast because he starts he, – he's at the beginning of the game. He starts your mid-game because you only got five health. He starts your mid-game yep. really, really strong. Yep. Like if you got – like with Singularity, if I got Singularity, I get a counter from Inspire, I get a counter from Climb, I power Beast up, and I got three counters. Oh, man. Now what you going to do? And guess what? I'm still you not. You got to hit for 12. Right. I'm still not. I'm still not um, spending my, my locations yet because I'm not putting my mix right on Beast. I got to put it on Gargoyle. Beast is the backup. You know, because that's the mulligan see, condition. You, so it's it's like I got to go with Beast. What you just said is why match is so important, right? I, I agree. <laughs> you, I agree. Got to deal with you. Got to deal you with. You got to deal with match like that. Right. <laughs> and so now, I don't. I don't. You know, to, just to save on time, I'm just gonna throw out some names of some other useful tools. I got there's Daredevil, which we we already talked about what he does. There's Devil Slayer. We already talked about his ability to cheat the game. And then there's two we haven't mentioned yet. Because, uh, well, we talked about Dag already. But Iron Fist and Ghost. Now, the reason I bring these up, yeah. Iron Fist, you already know what Iron Fist is, but Iron Fist can can counter Beast. 
and he can also, once again, another small character that can take out the Eternals. You can drop Cosmo, hit that Eternal, drop Iron Fist, take that Eternal out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ghost, another part of the uh, quadruple M team. Yep. Drop that four on Ghost. I don't care if your MC is hiding or not. Ghost is going to hit him. So these are just multiple ways to get around, you know, somebody that's trying to ramp to the big drops. There's just ways where you can just be like, I don't care about that big drop. I'm just, I'm still hitting your MC. Right. So just, just some, uh, you know, just a variety there for you, how you want to build your deck, whatever. Yeah. So like I said, it's, I'm, I'm not even getting into the photo set as far as two drops go. I'm not. I'm not even going there. No. I'm not even going there. Let's or let's ignore yeah. that. But <laughs> but also, uh, so going to three, I'm gonna just go ahead and say it, gargoyle. Let's just get it out of the way, gargoyle yep. on three. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I can't. That's, that's pretty. Th- that's I, I can't even say nothing else. And it, it's self-explanatory yep. for the same reasons that you got. You got beast out. You know, characters with yep. climb in this type of format. Is just problematic because you, if you can't get rid of counters, you can't get rid of these people, and if you can't get rid of these people, you're gonna die. You and you about to die soon. And the thing about gargoyle, he doesn't actually give counters. He gives he just he just gives negative. Right. So he'll he'll lower your you know lower your attack and defense, which that means that allows him to deal with uh, take out dagger and take out cloak and wasp. So. Yes, yeah, yeah, anybody would shrink. Right, you trying to stall? Anybody would shrink. Because he, you did before shrink kicks in. Yep. So I Yeah, he, who you who uh, you got on 3? Cuz I mean, we ain't we in a JJ free format, so I mean, you know, we already talked about cloak. Uh one guy that's really good on on 3. Shout out to Bert. Is Taskmaster. Shout out to Bert for cloak. Taskmaster. Yeah. Taskmaster can come out and Depending on what's on the field, he could be a he could single handedly be a be a cloak and dagger combo. Uh, he can he can and if if gargoyles on the field, he can be a gargoyle. Yep. <laughs> Taskmaster can do a lot. It's 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 almost to the point where it's just it's not broken because the game doesn't allow it to be broken. I think the game too aggro to let it be broken. Right. But he can come on the field and do a lot of damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's really nothing else that needs to be said about that. Yep. In the words of Stan Lee, enough said. Yep. Yeah, because Taskmaster and Gargoyle is probably your go-to three drops. So who you got on... Uh, but, so, but before you go to the next one, what's that? Some, niche, some niche guys. Once again, Bullseye, Sniper. Mm-hmm. So if you're building a deck that's just trying to kill the MC... That's another option. Yep. Uh, and then copycat. If you run in, if you run in solo, do yourself a favor and put at least two copycats in your deck. Yep. That's all I'm gonna say. She will single that that combo in the right deck. It's just it's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> it's just messed up. Yeah. Because you because when one of the things that's messed up is when. Copycat, copy solo. She not only get 
gets his power, she gets range. Mm-hmm. So now you can make her bigger as well. Right. Right. So and sometimes that combo is the last character you will even play. Right. <laughs> so yeah. So who you got on uh turn four? Because um, I think turn four, four is a pivotal turn. Because if you whiff on four, you really don't play four right, you dead the next turn. Four is what I call the Yankum turn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got Falconer and Spider-Man. They both do the same thing in different mm-hmm. ways. So, you know, I don't really think we need to go into that. You're right, because that's obvious. Uh, but I also want to mention... Four is where you got your multi-health people. Lilith is on four and Moonstone yep. is on four. Yep. So don't, don't yep. sleep on that because that's what you're going to see. You could have been doing terribly, but by Lilith gaining some vitality counters, she's not going away. She's activating whatever uh, Femme Fatale plot twist that you might need to be doing. And um, chances are Moonstone ain't going nowhere because she got two health, flight, and range. You know, so keep yep. that, you know, keep that in mind that that um, you can get that uh, going because, like I said, neither one of them is to be, you know, ain't nothing to sneeze at getting multi-health in a format where nobody else has multiple health, you know, so. And, and I hate to say this, but we got to mention this. This character is trash, but in this format, he can be valuable and you might want to consider put him in your deck if you got greens. And that's Flint. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that is because this, there's a lot of counters in this format. Yeah. And uh, if you're not running a deck that can deal with counters easily, Flint can turn your game around. Mm-hmm. And he, he's trash in most games, and a lot of games you'll end up just putting them in your resource role or whatever. And there are times when he can be a game changer, so we got to at least uh, mention him. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. So who we got on uh who we got on five? Okay, so this is the <laughs> this is the uh, one hitter quitter turn, or this is the turn where you can cheat. So I'm just gonna read these guys off. You got Talon, Cable, Domino, and Collector. So all of these all of these characters can remove uh, an element from the field. Mm-hmm. There's really nothing your opponent can do about it for the most part. Uh, and sometimes in this format, you're, if, especially if you're dip, dealing with somebody that's ramping, you need one of these characters to, to take them out. So, uh, you know, Talon, I'll just go with Talon. Uh, if you are playing an aggro deck that is clearing your opponent's field every turn, Talon can take out his red ability it takes out the lowest cost of character. If that lowest cost of character is Gilgamesh, Gilgamesh is going back to your opponent's hand. Right. And you can even play Cosmo. Like if it's on if it's like turn six, you can play Cosmo, nullify eternal, play Talon, flip a red, Gilgamesh is in the KO pile. Right. And on top of that, Talon's ability to attack exhausted characters without getting stunned and being seven seven. It can be a really huge thing. Yeah. Yeah. Talent. But to me, that's the weak five. Right. <laughs> we did that right. Right. Because once our team started understanding 
that we weren't making it to the late game, the vast majority of us was playing multiple M- multiple support characters in the mid game anyway, and that made talent mm-hmm. not as good. But when we had yep. decks, well, like at first when we was ramping, like I was doing with that Star Lord deck, and then talent gets played and just blasts the big dude. Like my lowest cost character might be Hyperion. Boom, yep. he gone. You you know what I mean. So even if he's back in my hand, he ain't blocking for me like I want him to. So now Star Lord is just over here taking a hit. So that's one of the reasons why Talon single handedly tells you don't ramp, don't ramp. Yep. Ta- Talon, Talon will single handedly just bust your field up, and that's one of the reasons why if people go to uh, Midwinter and they play that uh, that Battle Royale, whatever it is. Put a couple of talents in your deck if you can fit it. Because when somebody plays DP, because Dark Phoenix in that format has seven health. And if you plan on playing Dark Phoenix and ramping, you're going to be messed up. Because talent is going to consistently take out your big people. And that's going to just be terrible all around. And he's going to do it solo by himself. So if he's taking people out and Domino's taking people out, or cables taking people out, your mid game is always going to look like trash because they're constantly taking people out. Now, what do you do? You know, so really rethink that whole ramp thing because if you ramp in, you got to have late game people. And talent don't care about your late game people. He wants you to ramp. The problem with ramping is that most ramping. Is taking a character off the field. Yeah. You know, the easiest way to ramp is to play Mantis or to play uh, Teleport. That's removing characters from the field. And the, and the format is already so aggro right. that it, your field isn't, your field is empty anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, we were playing, you know, we when we were trying to ramp in the beginning, and, you know, I started right off playing Echo. I started off playing Captain America and Hawkeye mm-hmm. right off the bat. Right. And I was like, skip skip your ramping. I'm just going straight <laughs> And you will be dead before you even got a chance to play a big character. Because, like, so you know, they, my Star-Lord deck was only winning about 50% of the time because it was like, I'm going to ramp and get big or I'm going to die. There was no other option. There was, and that's how we found out ramping ain't going to work in this format. Yeah, cause that, cause your idea for Starler was, was just amazing, but it, it doesn't matter because he's dead. So. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, and then, even if everything went right for Star Lord, you could you could do everything right and still lose, just because you yep. still had access to Star Lord. Right, exactly. I had people out. I had. Hyperion and Gilgamesh out. I had folks in the back row and because you still had access to Star-Lord or um, just nullified flight and just flew over. It was yeah, literally, too many ways. This is literally nothing. Literally nothing I could do. Yeah. You know? Hiding is it's like you literally gotta hide now. There is no <laughs> flight don't mean nothing. Uh nope. Big characters don't mean anything. Nope. That that that's over with. Yeah. <laughs> that's over with. You taking this hit to the face. The game has changed, and and you really have to sit back and say, okay, 
You you really have to adapt to the format. You know, and the more characters come out and they keep giving us different formats, the more we have to sit back and say certain things just aren't going to work. Ramping is one of them. And if you notice from the tournaments that's being played, I don't believe none of them are ramping. They're just coming in for you. You know what I mean? And, and yep. it's just it's just Clash of the Titans type deal. Just everybody just smashing in, and whoever wins wins. You know, it's not like oh, I'm gonna get you later in the game. No, ain't no later in the game. We gonna end this on five. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> ain't no later in the game. <laughs> Six if you gotta think again. Right, right. It's like it's gonna be you, or it's gonna be me. It ain't gonna be me. <laughs> you know. So pretty much. So that's that's a, that's how a lot of it uh, wound up going down. But um, so five five is like I said a pivotal turn because you probably end in the game on five with those characters. You getting folks out the way, and then you coming in for the team attack or doing whatever super move you need to do and wrapping it up. You know. Now if you get to turn six, who you who you got on turn six, Vern? My favorite on turn six for this format has been Iron Man. <laughs> because Iron Man is coming in, give me another uh resource to be able to finish off what I should have finished off on turn five. five. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, if oh man, for some reason I didn't have this red and I was able to keep cable alive or or collector alive or whatever. Oh, I got it now. Move this fool out the way. All right, smash him in the face. That's great. Right. Right. I mean that's that's pretty much, and then you know provide a blocker if I need it. Right. Uh, other than that, man, it didn't really matter. Yeah. That was pretty much it for me on six. I most of my decks didn't even have a six drop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I'm a, I'm gonna go out there and say, for me, Iron Patriot in the early when yep. we first started, Iron Patriot was significantly game just soul crushing. Because you needed your locations in order to get certain things done. Now, as we played later, we realized, okay, we consistently need somebody big to finish this junk off. So then I was playing Cersei. You know, I think I played uh-huh. Cersei more than I played Iron Patriot. But I did like the fact that I'm getting rid of one of your locations, which is probably going to be key. You know what I'm saying? So versus... Um, Iron Man never did work for me because my my MCUs was just too efficient. This was this to me was really a format for Iron Patriot because, like you said, people playing Iron Man to get a location back, whereas Iron Patriot is decreasing your ability to do so. So, um, yeah. especially if you just had a bad draw that game, Iron Iron Patriot could really yep. capitalize on flipping the Earth down. You know what I mean? Oh, you got one less Earth to play. You know that type of thing. Um, Give you access to hammer plot twist and team attacking with whoever they got, all that type of stuff. So, because I mean, hammer has got gives us is a decent team. I just don't like none of the AMCs for this format. Yeah, you know, yeah, he wasn't my favorite Iron Man. My actual favorite was now that I think about it was Leviathan Beast. Uh, I just drew Iron Man. I didn't, I didn't, uh, you know, write down any of the common fall guys, but Leviathan Beast. Once again, I need to get to the MC. So, right. yep. Uh, yep. Flip, flip, whatever. Hey, oh, you got Gilgamesh? Yeah, turn that fool face down. Yep. Yep. <laughs> the only reason, the the only reason I didn't use, I didn't say Iron, Be- um, 
uh, Leviathan Beast is because we always use them. You know what I mean? Yeah. We already know how you good know. that. Oh, I'm coming fall in. I get to flip somebody face down. And this dude is 6'8". He's the same size as the level 2 Black Panther or level 2 Falconer. You know what I mean? For yeah. for six, got to put it out there for the mass. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. And who else um, was it, like I said, Cersei? Just Cersei when yep. people getting getting really big, and she can take out almost anybody on turn six because even if um, what you call it got out of out of hand, Gargoyle got out of hand. You can't do nothing with Cersei. Falconer got out of hand, and the previous turn you took that active camo off of him. For however yep. you took it off of him, he can't deal with Cersei, you know, because of that 12 attack on turn six, you really put yourself in a position to start doing some damage. And with her being in the back, yeah. you might have enough people in the front row to keep her from from bouncing back to your hand. Sometimes it's worth it. Yep. Let me go ahead and, and yeah. get this wound on this MC that's got all these counters or this character's got all these counters. And I'm a bouncer back to my hand. Fine. If I need to play her next turn, I will. Now with Black 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 yeah. Panther, I'm not playing her two turns in a row. Because <laughs> chances right. are I don't need to. You know. You're dead already. Right, right. <laughs> I, I, you, you most likely got killed already. But also, um, if I if because some games did actually go to turn seven, you know, because we played yeah. people like Ralph. Who who got all that defense and stuff? <laughs> a million defensive plot. Right, right. You know. So. Oh my goodness! I hope everybody gets to experience Ralph one day. So like those defensive plot twists or something else. Ralph man. Ralph was probably the only only person on team that was consistently making us go to the late game. Just because he was he always had the defensive plot twist to do it. You know so. Um, Every single time. But if I went to the late game, then we got to turn six. I got to play Cersei. I got to play Cersei because she's the only one that's going to be big enough to deal, get the job done, you know. And um, if I get to turn seven, I'm not playing her again. Chances are I'm going to swarm the field with that seven XP I got, you know. Mm-hmm. And then my team attack is going to be bigger than me just playing Cersei, you know. So, yep. but for this format, who you got on uh, seven? Man, I ain't got nothing to talk about for seven and eight, man. Y'all already know what it is, right, man. Right. Got hype and Gilgamesh. That's pretty much it. You know what they do. Right. If, if you get excited about that, uh, okay, but I, I don't. And that's about all I get. Most of the seven drops uh, are really unexpiring. The only one that is somewhat interesting is mainframe. Mm hmm. But I did not find a deck to put them in any situations right. where right. it actually worked, mm-hmm. where you would even be alive to even make them work. Uh, Shadowcat sucks in this format. I tried, I tried to put them in that, but she sucks. Right. I mean, put it bluntly, right. she, it's terrible. She does not work in this format at all. So you know, if anybody wants to get at a try, uh, go ahead. That's all I got. Yeah. So as far as plot twists, just to name a couple plot twists. Um, for me, think again. Think again and unwavering loyalty. Right, yeah. Single handedly yep. was just oh, you swung at Black Panther? I'ma think again. Now yeah. you got a team yeah. especially if somebody team attacked Black Panther because he was so huge. Think again. Oh, look at that. Your turn is up. Okay, it's my turn now. Unwavering loyalty. <laughs> you, you you know what I mean? 
Uh, oh, really? Yep. Really? No, I take that back. Un- not unwavering loyalty. Loyal soldiers. Yeah. Loyal soldiers. Man. Between Captain America MC and Black Panther MC. Man. Loyal soldiers was a beast in it. Because Man. he was playing probably two characters. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I got it. I got to give it to Loyal Soldiers on this one because Loyal Soldiers was getting my people so big. Every single card on the field was a threat. Yeah, I could play two Loyal Soldiers in one turn, then get one back the next turn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if you didn't stun every single character on my side of the field. They was just gonna they was just gonna hit you in the face all the time. You know, and getting counters on This is why you can't What's that? This is why you can't ramp. Right. You you cannot the Captain America and Black Panther mono decks were just abusing loyal soldiers. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just it was I mean they can make a game go out get out of hand like super fast. Yeah. Because I would have, that's why I would have with Black Panther. I, I had games where I was taking wounds early, and I didn't want to level up because I was like, okay, once I get to turn four, I could play um, Carter, Hawkeye, Daredevil, Falcon, and Black Widow, all in one turn. Yep. And then put loyal soldiers on them twice, because I or three times, right? If you had to, right? That's what <laughs> I'm saying. Well, it's a main phase ability, yeah. so I couldn't use it in the build phase, and then you know get it back and use it again. But oh, but you were like using it the previous turn just so you could pull it back out, right? Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but I had turns uh, very rarely, but I had times where I was just pulling nothing but plot twists. And putting it in the resource row, putting some in the resource row. I'm like, okay, it's cool because I know I got four of these. Okay, it's cool because I know I got four of these. So the only plot twist I wasn't putting in the resource row was think again and and uh, loyal soldiers. I put an unwavering loyalty yep. in the resource row just because I know I would rather get un- uh, loyal soldiers back. You know, so I was like, okay, let me maximize my turn by taking this wound now. So when I get to three XP or three resource points or four resource points, I can play all these characters at once and Black Panther and then play these loyal soldiers, <clears throat> you know, play two loyal soldiers from my hand and level up. You know what I mean? Yeah. I had situations where I was putting like I was leveling up by my six card. My six XP was being uh, um, Stark Tech and now Black Panther's in the back row. Yeah, I got two two uh, wounds. I got three wounds. But I'm in the back. I'm gonna still be able to fly over and attack somebody. You know what I mean? And I got all these people. I just that's just hard to overcome. You know. Yeah. So, so like I said, uh, I got I got to give it to loyal soldiers on this one. This is gonna edge out unwavering loyalty because okay. it consistently. I, I understand. Yeah, I understand that. <laughs> I mean, for me, uh, to me, shock to the system. Um, the the sheer the, the the match the match problems that y'all am expecting to see shock to the system 
is the only plot twist that can deal with that. Yeah. And shock to the system and five cover together are the only are the only cards that can deal with uh uh Devil Slayer. Yeah. Yeah. Um Might Makes Right is also potentially the most dangerous plot twist in the game because that can one makes might makes right if you're not prepared for it can single handedly change the tide of a game. Yep. On the, might makes and, right on the right character is it's a problem. Yep. But I mean we yeah, we pretty much winning all this. <laughs> I mean it's we, we, we got so into talking about all the stuff. But, yeah. You know. Yeah. As far as equipment go, um nullifier. And um, yeah. what you call it, uh, camo, active camo. So, like I said, um, not not too much equipment is going to be running around because there's so many different MCs. But nullifier is going in a whole bunch of decks. It's just going in a whole bunch of decks, you know. So, yep, yeah. But um, if you got any, you you want uh, any last, yeah, got last thoughts? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I got a couple. I got depending on the deck. I got Reality Gem. Is that using red? Uh, yeah, it, it uh the one that uses red. Mm-hmm. Um, reality Gem is uh if you if you run a deck with reds like I put reds in Hawkeye. Reality Gem, first of all, can 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 be placed for free on Collector. Mm-hmm. So. If you're running a yellow and red build, they both basically do the same thing. Collector can take somebody off the field permanently, and Reality Gem can flip someone face down. Mm-hmm. So Reality Gem really helps you um, get to the MC. Mm-hmm. And if you don't need it to get to the MC, you can use it to hit the MC twice. <laughs> or... And, and simultaneously flip up one of your uh, locations. And then in Harrigan, I was running Power Gym. And Power Gym can steal games. Mm-hmm. So if you have, if you're, if you're running a deck with green, like for, it really works in Harrigan's deck and it really works in Magneto's deck. Because mm-hmm. Magneto has like, a, has like a power shortage type thing going on. So if you can yeah. get power gym, power gym on on turn six, mm-hmm. and and you're like, you know, you you'll have an advantage in, in characters because of what you're doing to the opponent's deck, mm-hmm. but you don't have a lot of attack power. Right. Power gym, you don't have to wait till turn seven and eight to start attack. Right. So that's that's all I got. Okay. Cool. Cool. So. Uh, one thing I will say about life, uh, life's too short format. It's definitely a fun format. A lot of really, really good MCs. Couldn't even get into the photo MCs. That's that's good in this format. Uh, definitely give a shout out to Wasp on that one. But um, you got to test. You got to test yeah. way more in this format than I would have thought because certain things. You whenever we get a format we like, certain things just ain't gonna work. Just like Star Lord, Outriders, <laughs> Outriders single handedly made Star Lord useless. Single handedly made Star Lord useless. You know, 
And that's one of the things you got to do for the Life's Too Short format. One of the things I encourage people to do, find MCs that's efficient. I like I like Magneto, but Magneto was not efficient because Magneto has to constantly go one for one. He's you know you attack Magneto, his defense is weak, his defense stays weak even when he levels up. So he's always got to spend something in order to stay face up, and he stay face up yeah. because that's how he gets XP. Okay, that's expensive. Whereas you got somebody like Falconer who don't need to use locations. You know, you got somebody like uh, uh, Harrigan who don't need to use locations. You got somebody like Luke Cage where he can take these hits up front if he need to and then heal later on. And now he's even more of a threat because he healed his wounds away. You know, where you get you you taking them to taking the wounds to the face, you know, so you got to have MCs that can that can just be more efficient and you trying to make an expensive MC efficient may backfire because if you don't pull what you need at the right time, that means, okay, you, you're going to take this wound this turn. Whereas somebody like, like Harrigan, his, his abilities is always there for him. Like um, who's next. Yeah. Who's next. You're right. So once he flipped that green, okay, boom, he got who's next. He ain't got to play no more greens, you know? So, like I said, try to find somebody that's going to be efficient, that allows you to choose if you want to play these plot twists or not, if you want to play these locations or not, if you want to put resources in the row. That That is really going to start cluing you in on what you want to be able to do. You know, uh, If a character is really, really expensive, they got to be worth it. Like Crystal. Crystal got to level up, but I think she's going to be worth it. You know, because yep. she does so much damage. You know, taking cards out of people's hands, dishing out negatives, gaining cards, gaining, you know, uh, pluses. Yeah. Plus counters. The combo of Victoria Hand and, uh, mm-hmm. I don't forget his name. <laughs> Whatever dude name is from Prey. They change colors. The combination of that really helps her out. Oh, yeah, with Keys. Yeah, Keys. That's yeah. his name. Uh-huh. Because Bert actually had a pretty good build, a pretty good starter build for. Yep. Uh, I liked it, uh, Victoria, uh, for uh, Crystal. Yeah, I liked it too. Yeah, because we was talking about it, but because we had played Crystal so much, because Kendall was playing Crystal, um, he had been playing her for so long. It was like, nah, I just really wasn't feeling it. Because I'm like, let me play somebody else. So, any last thoughts for our last life is too short uh, format? Only thoughts I have is I wish we could play an attorney. <laughs> uh, this this format is super fun. Yeah, it forces you to play characters that you normally wouldn't play or that you would play, but whatever the the situation is, you know uh, these other degenerate decks or that lack of health just takes them out of the running. Mm-hmm. You know, and it it makes a lot of MC shine. Now, now, don't get me wrong. There's some of these MCs that I still like, even in the regular formats. Uh, you know, like I still like Harrigan. I still like Hawkeye in certain situations. But in this format, uh, it's a whole nother story. Mm-hmm. It's a whole nother story. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I have fun with all this. all I got. Yeah, I have fun with this. Uh, shout out to Super awesome games because it was a great format. Yeah, so we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, so it's been, you know, 
been a blast. We got to move on to the uh, photo set. Probably be blacked out for a little while while we get uh, get some testing done. But uh, shout out to Super Awesome Games on this one. So we're going to wrap this podcast up. You want to reach out to Team Apex. Let us know what you think about the uh, Life's Too Short format. Uh, you can email us at teamapexforthewin at gmail.com. It's teamapexforthewin at gmail.com. It's your boy, Sel, signing off along with my co-host. It's your boy, Vern. Hey, uh, Metabomb, get to spoiling some more stuff, man. Right. <laughs> All right, later. <laughs>